Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. God is good. We are spreading across the nations with a movement of prayer, prophetic churches, and on fire prayer houses and prayer hubs. God is so good. I'm grateful to be with you this morning. Get your hearts prepared. Get ready because we're going somewhere in God. Listen, if you're in South Florida, our church has been open and it will be open. No man, no devil, no beast is going to shut us down. You can come to our first service in Fort Lauderdale, 1047 a.m. Second service is 1.30 p.m. Our first service is more uh, practical everyday life. Our second service is more of an empowerment service. You can watch the first service online at ahop.online. Consider becoming a web church member, being part of my personal virtual life group most Tuesdays, getting that prayer support and that pastoral support when you need it from wherever you are in the world, www.ahop.online. I'm looking for a thousand intercessory prayer leaders to raise up. You're going to hear me say this over and over and over again until we've got them. If you're a prayer warrior, if you're an intercessor, God wants to raise you up to lead others. We're not to stay at one level. We're to grow in him. God wants to use you to mobilize intercessors in your city to pray for revival. And I want to raise you up to raise others up, multiplying myself, replicating replicators who are replicating replicators, reproducing reproducers who are reproducing reproducers. That's how we roll. It's a multiplication anointing. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Go find out more about that, how you can join the movement, lead a prayer hub in your city. Amen. God is good. The Ignite Network is a family of prophetic people. God is moving in the Ignite Network. So many testimonies that are being shared of the growth and the prophetic gifting, the growth in that prophetic anointing, the growth in wisdom. You can join that family at ignitenow.org, which includes the company of Sears, which is different than my school of the Sears, guys. We'll talk more about that later. Right now, I want to read from, listen, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion, I'm not reading in order, I'm skipping around these days. Today's devotion, listen, is titled, Rise Up in My Power. Rise up in my power. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Rise up in my power and face the day's challenges head on. Don't shrink back. Look back. Or slide back, says the Lord. Realize that you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Draw on the blessings by thanking me for them, says the Lord. Draw on the strength by by taking a step forward in faith. Rise up in my power and I will go before you and make a way where there is no way. I won't let you down, says the spirit of the living God. Come on now, that's good news. Ephesians 1, 3, 
Philippians 4.13 to Samuel 22.33 are the scripture references for today. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional. Thank you for that your power dwells in me and makes me ready to meet every challenge that comes my way. I will move forward in your strength, not my own, knowing that it empowers me to do everything I need to do. Thank you for your power. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you. We do. We thank you for your power. For your power is inexhaustible. Your power, it overflows. Your power is the greatest power in the universe. It's the power that raised Christ from the dead. Oh, Jesus, we're so grateful that we are not just partakers of your divine nature, but we're also partakers of your divine power. You've given us authority in the earth, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Ashurabah Come on, somebody needs to lift up some power praise this morning. Hallelujah. Some power praise. What is that? It's praise that comes from the deepest recesses of your spirit. It's praise in which deep cries out to deep. It's praise that just causes your entire body to, to, to move and lift up your hands and press in as if you were standing in the very presence of the Almighty God because you are. Come on. I want to lift up some power praise today, God. We thank you. Help us to praise you. We can't even do that apart from your help, but we love you, God. We're hungry for you, God. We praise you, God. There's no other God like you. You are the matchless God. You are the most high God. You are the everlasting. We praise you. We lift your name up, God. We lift your name up, God. The name above every name. We praise that name. We praise you as Jehovah Rapha. We praise you as Jehovah Gabor. We praise you as Jehovah Nisi. Come on. We praise you as Jehovah Jireh. We praise you. Come on. Release your power praise right now. Release your power praise. Somebody needs to get loud. It's all right. You just got to get up soon anyway. Just go ahead and praise them. If you can't praise them out loud on the outside, Praise him out loud on the inside. Get up. Move your body. Praise him with your dance. Praise him with your hands. Praise him with your feet. Come on. Lift up your power praise today. Oh, I'll tell you what's happening. Let me just give you a little incentive. Let me just give you a heads up. As you do that, yeah, as you enter into power praise, power flows down. As you lift up your power praise to heaven, power flows down from the throne room. I said, as you lift up your power praise to the one who sits high above the circle of the earth, he pours out his power. He pours out his grace. He pours out his enablement. You need more power? Lift up more praise. You need more power? Lift up more praise. Focus your attention on the all-powerful God. Focus your attention on the almighty God. And guess what happens? There's a portal. Come on now. There's a portal that opens over your life where the power flows, where the grace flows, where the wisdom flows. Come on and begin to praise him. Open up that portal over your life. Open up that portal over your household. Open up that portal over your 
your city. Praise him. Watch the walls fall down. Praise him. Watch the enemy get confused. Praise him. Don't just sit there and watch me. Don't just sit there and listen to me. Lay it on your pillow. Get up. Get up and begin to praise him. Let your lips honor him. Let your heart honor him. Let your hands honor him. Let your Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Come on, are you breathing? Don't let the rocks dry out. Are you breathing? Don't let those rocks overshadow you. Are you breathing? Don't let those rocks show you up. Are you breathing? Don't let those rocks run up you. Are you breathing? Praise the Lord. We're creating an atmosphere. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Do you understand the concepts of portals? You're busting through. You're breaking through. You're breaking through. You're breaking through. You're contending for more power. God said, rise up in my power. Some of you have very little power because the enemy has oppressed you. He's created an atmosphere around you. Sometimes it's having used by the, the, he's used the words of your mouth. The enemy has used the words of your mouth to create an atmosphere around you that you don't like. I said, the enemy has used the words of your mouth to create an atmosphere of oppression. He's used the words of your mouth, those complaining words of your mouth, those grumbling words of your mouth, those negative words of your mouth to create an atmosphere around you of depression. He's used the words of your mouth to create a tense atmosphere. He's he's used the words of your mouth to create an atmosphere you don't like. You know how you change it? Does anybody want to know how you shift it? Do you know how to break through it? You praise it with your mouth. Flip the script. If you don't like your atmosphere, flip the script. You have the power. I said, you have the power. I said, you have the power. God, would you give us a revelation today of the power that's within us? Would you give us a revelation today of the power that dwells on the inside of us? Would you give us that revelation? So we can enter into a power praise. Come on. We want to enter into the power praise and open up the portal that releases the heaven, the heaven's atmosphere into our atmosphere. We can, come on, we can bind devils all day long. But as long as we're speaking negatively out of our mouth, we're just attracting them right back into our atmosphere. You understand the words coming out of my mouth today. You can bind devils all day long, but as long as you're negative, as long as you're cursing yourself, as long as you're complaining, as long as you're gossiping, as long as you're backbiting, as long as you're criticizing, you're just attracting more devils. That's why some of you, your life never changes. You're in this repetitive cycle. Check your mouth. Check your heart. Check your mind. Check your mouth. Check your heart. Check your mind and begin to praise him with sincerity. Lift up the power praise. Lift up the power praise. Come on, I'm trying to help you. Lift up the power praise. The power praise. The power praise. It's a full-on, wholehearted praise. It's the kind of praise when David released it, when he came into Jerusalem with the Ark of the Covenant, and he praised so hard that he praised all his clothes off. <laughs> It was undignified. A power praise is undignified. A power praise makes religious people angry. A power praise makes Jezebel nervous. Come on. A power praise will shift your atmosphere. Come on. A power praise pleases the heart of the Father. Come on. A power praise gets the attention of angels. Come on. A power praise causes the great God of 
witnesses that cheer on with you behind the scenes, behind the veil of heaven, a power praise. Don't let the rocks cry out. 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 You cry out. A power of praise. God, give us a revelation of the power, the power that dwells on the inside of us. And help us learn how to release that power into the atmosphere with the words of our mouth. Begins with praise. Begins with decreeing the word of God. It decrees with prophesying over ourselves, prophesying our own future. You're your own best prophet. You're your own best prophet. You're your own best prophet. God speaks to you directly. His still small voice is audible to you. Jesus, God said, rise up in my power. We're rising up. You know how we ascend? Praise, power praise causes us to ascend. Waiting on God with a heart of gratitude causes us to ascend. Those who wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They shall do what? They shall mount up. They shall do what? They shall rise up. They shall do what? They shall ascend. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall ascend like an eagle with prophetic vision. I said, those who wait upon the Lord, they shall ascend like an eagle with prophetic vision, a 30,000-foot view, the ability to see things from afar, the ability to see God coming and preparing our hearts to receive the blessing he has in his hands as he comes through the gates, the ability to see the enemy creeping in long before he creeps in so that we can take authority and the power of Christ over him. Those who wait on the Lord shall ascend. While you're waiting, while you're waiting, it's not Netflix time. While you're waiting, while you're waiting, it's not time to read that trashy novel. While you're waiting, you're waiting on the Lord in reverence, in expectation, in silence, with the word of God, maybe some worship music. While you're waiting, while you're waiting, while you're waiting, you're thinking about him. You're contemplating him. You're meditating on him, on his word while you're waiting. And then all of a sudden, I said it happens suddenly. You ascend. You ascend in power. You ascend in strength. You ascend in might. You ascend. You get that prophetic vision. All of a sudden, the confusion leads your mind. All of a sudden, the sorrow leads your heart. All of a sudden, those things that seem to weigh you down have been cut from you as you ascend. As you ascend. You can't ascend with the cares and the weights. You can't ascend with the cares and the weights. You ever seen a hot air balloon? How they put the sandbags to keep it down? I just saw a picture of a hot air balloon. I said, I just saw a picture of a hot air balloon. And it's got sandbags weighing it down. Guess what? It can't ascend. No matter how much hot air you put in that bad boy, it can't ascend until you cut the weights. Some of you need to sit in the presence of the Lord and cast your cares upon him. Cut those weights so that you can ascend. As you're ascending, just let him go. All of it. I saw a picture of a hot air balloon. Some of you aren't ascending. You're not flying high because of the sandbags, the weights. 
not let them go. You got to let them go. Guess what? You know a great way to get rid of the weights? Power praise. Power praise. Power praise. It attracts the presence of God. And he himself will unburden you. He himself, as you're praising, listen to me, listen to me. You cannot praise the Lord. You cannot release a power praise and be worried at the same time. It's impossible. Did you know, listen to me, it's impossible for you to think two different thoughts at the same time. It is impossible for you to think two different thoughts at the same time. It is impossible for you to think two opposing thoughts at the same time. It is impossible for you to speak the word of God and be worrying about your future at the same time. It is impossible for you to give a power praise and be in fear at the same time. It's not possible. That's good news. That means whatever it is tying you, whatever it is binding you, whatever it is worrying you, whatever it is oppressing you, one way, come on, this is a strategy from heaven today. I don't have to script it. I don't have notes on this. Power praise. Power praise. You better receive it. Power praise. So, Father, we lift up our unadulterated praise to you. Pure praise. Pure praise is power praise. We're not just praising you. Come on. We're not just praising you because we want something. We're not just praising you from the motive of self-gain. We're not just praising you just because we want to break free or we know we will. We're praising you because we love you. It's pure praise. Power praise is pure praise. We're praising you because we love you. We're praising you because of everything you've done for us. Even if you've never done another thing, it doesn't matter. You've done enough. But yet you better keep doing stuff because that's who you are. Power praise. A pure praise. We lift it up to you now, Jesus. Somebody right now, wherever you are, you just need to lift up your hands. He wants to touch you. Some of you are going to experience a tangible manifestation of the presence of God right where you are. Some of you just lift up your hands right now. I'm lifting up my hands. Father, we thank you. We give you our praise. A pure praise. We have no agenda other than the Lamb's agenda. We just want you. We just want to, we just want to please you. We want to walk worthy of our calling. We praise you that you've saved us. You translated the sign of the kingdom of heaven into your kingdom, the kingdom of light. You've given us authority. We praise you for that. You rescued us. You ransomed us. You justified us. We praise you for that. Pure praise coming from a clean heart. We thank you this morning for what you've done, giving us this revelation, this new way of looking at the power of praise, power praise. We thank you, Lord. We will not forget this moment. Help us not to forget this concept. Just praise you with all abandon. Just praise you with all of our might. Just dance and sing and shout and praise. Shake off. The emotional uproar, settle our emotions through power praise. We're so grateful to you, God. We praise you. We didn't even get past the praise this morning yet. We praise you. We praise you. We thank you. You are so good. You are the everlasting God. You are the one true Messiah. Many false Christs will rise, but you are the true Christ, the true anointed one. Many are operating in a false anointing, but we are Christians and we have an anointing that abides and we praise you with that. We thank you for that. We praise you for that. We thank you for that. 
We praise you for that. We thank you for that. You are good. You are a good, good father. And we praise you for that. You are immutable. You never change. You never leave us hanging. You never turn your back on us. You'll never leave us or forsake us or, or leave us or forsake us. But you are good. You are great. You are the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, the rose of Sharon, the beautiful, beautiful God. That is who you are. And we praise you. We praise you in advance of the breakthrough. We praise you when we get the breakthrough. We'll praise you after the breakthrough, post-breakthrough praise. We will not stop praising you. We will not stop worshiping the one true living God, but we will pledge our allegiance to you every day of our lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. In Jesus' name. Power praise. Power praise. Jesus. Now listen, we're going higher. I want to deal with this Judas issue. Now that you're all praised up, now that you're all powered up, I want to deal, because I've seen so much of this lately, so much of it lately, so much of this lately. I want to deal with Judas's sneaky ploy to regain your broken trust. Judas's sneaky ploy to regain your broken trust. See, not everybody who says sorry is really sorry. I said, not everybody who says they're sorry is really sorry. Many people simply want to get back in your good graces and their motives are wrong. And guess what? Many of those people who are only sorry they got caught will do it again. They'll betray you again. They'll stab you in the back again. <laughs> They'll abandon you again. They'll gossip about you again. Judas's sneaky ploy to regain your broken trust is this, false repentance. Now, I can always tell when someone is truly repentant. And I can tell when they're just sorry they got caught. But see, without forgiveness, without repentance, there's no restoration. In God's kingdom, between you and God, listen, between you and God, without repentance, there's no forgiveness. Because repentance, forgiveness is conditional upon repentance. For us, we have to forgive whether they repent or not. But with God, we have to come to him and repent. That's how we receive the forgiveness. Between us brothers and sisters in Christ, we have to forgive even if they don't repent. But what I'm seeing is so much false repentance. And people are just sorry because they don't want to get out of your good graces. They still want the benefits of the relationship. But they're not really sorry for their sin. People operating in false repentance, listen to me. This is how you recognize it. We're going to pray for discernment on this. But I want to give you just a few keys here. People who are operating in false repentance, they believe that they should just get off easy, that there should be no real consequence. They'll get offended if, for example, you're an authority over them and you tell them they can't do certain things anymore because of their sin. They'll get offended. They'll get ruffled. It's like when you ground your child because they did something wrong and they get mad at you for grounding them. 
when they're the ones that did wrong, I'm never mad at you. That's false repentance. That's being sorry you got caught. People who are operating in false repentance, listen to me well. People who are operating in false repentance, they, they blame other people or they'll minimize their sin or they'll excuse it. They've got all these reasons why. Well, I, don't, I just don't know what I was thinking. Well, apparently you were thinking something very wrong. Acknowledge your wrong thinking. People who are operating in false repentance, they, 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 they almost demand forgiveness or, or they, want, they want there to be like some kind of special treatment for them. Somehow somebody else does it and, and, and everybody agrees they should be punished or they should be whatever the, the scenario is, they should be distanced from. But when they do the same thing, they point fingers at everybody else. Oh, they're doing this. They're doing this. They're doing this. They're doing this. But when they do it, they don't feel like there should be any repercussion. Or they get caught and they want to talk about somebody else and all their sin and how their sin is so much worse than theirs. And what they did to you is so much worse than what they did to you. That's not repentance. And I see this over and over. I see it over and over and over. People come to me. They wrong me. I know you can relate to this as well. And instead of taking responsibility for their sin and asking forgiveness, they say, I'm, so, I'm sorry. But sorry is not forgiveness. When you have done somebody wrong, you, it's at a, a very deep level. Sorry no longer cuts it. When you've done somebody deeply wrong, it's not like you stepped on their foot. When you step on somebody's foot, you say, I'm sorry. When you step on somebody's heart, you say, for, ask for forgiveness. I'm going to say that again. When you step on somebody's foot, you say, sorry. When you step on somebody's heart, you ask for forgiveness. It's a different level. So people who come to you after they've introduced toxicity into your life, they've They've hurt you. They've accused you. Those are issues for which they need to ask forgiveness. Sorry doesn't cut it anymore. That's false repentance. They're sorry they got caught. They're sorry that it caused a schism. They're sorry they can no longer reap the benefits of your relationship. But sorry doesn't produce change. Godly sorrow produces change. I said, sorry, I'm sorry produces no change. Now, if you're a child, that's fine. If you're a grown person, I'm sorry, really? I have a drawer full of letters that say I'm sorry from people who are no longer in my life. It's godly sorrow, according to Corinthians. Godly sorrow, 2 Corinthians 7, uh, 2 Corinthians 7 9. Godly sorrow, godly sorrow, godly sorrow is what brings change. Worldly sorrow does nothing. Worldly sorrow makes no difference. It's got to be godly sorrow. The Bible says godly sorrow. Godly sorrow, godly sorrow, godly sorrow. Judas wasn't sorry. I mean, he, doesn't, he wasn't repentant. He was sorry, but he never repented. The difference between Judas and Peter, Judas denied Christ, but, but, but I mean, uh, Peter denied Christ, but Peter had godly sorrow. They both wept bitterly. Judas wept bitterly. Peter wept bitterly. The difference between Judas is Judas didn't go ask forgiveness. Peter had a heart seeking forgiveness. Judas was merely sorry. Peter was more than sorry. He had godly sorrow. False repentance is dangerous and is running rampant in the church. And you must be careful. You still have to forgive. False repentance doesn't change the inside. There has to be the fruit of repentance. People have to re-earn your trust. And sorry, sorry doesn't re-earn my trust. Show me. I'm not from Missouri. In Missouri, they're the show me state. I'm not from Missouri. But if you've broken my trust, you're going to have to re-earn it. And sorry doesn't re-earn it. Sorry may be the first step.
to repentance. But sorry is not true repentance. You understand? And I want you to discern this because some of you keep letting people back in your life who you need to distance yourself from until they can acquire some godly sorrow and really see what they did. It doesn't mean you don't forgive them. You must forgive them. You're commanded to forgive. You have no choice but to forgive, but you don't have to let them back in the same place in your life if they've not truly repented. It would be foolish to do so because they're just going to do the same thing again. So, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, give us discernment, God. Give us discernment. Help us to discern false repentance like Judas offered, like Saul offered, like Ahab offered. So many in the Bible, you've given us examples of false repentance and how it never works out well for the one who doesn't truly repent, for the one who feigns repentance, for the one who fakes repentance. It never turns out well for them. They just keep causing more and more trouble for everybody around them. So help us to discern God. Help us to discern because we know we have to forgive, but we don't want to engage with the same people doing the same dirty deeds against us constantly when they have no intention of changing. They're not even trying to change. Help us, Lord, to discern. We can't judge the motives of a person's heart. You're the only one who knows the motives of the heart, but we can discern by the fruit. John the Baptist said there will be fruit, meat for repentance, fruit that demonstrates, that proves a heart has changed. We're not trying to play God and we're not trying to be high and mighty and shut people out of our life because we're thin skinned. But Lord, we don't need to continue to have to heal from wounds that unrepentant people keep inflicting upon us over and over and over again. And they say, I'm sorry, but they do it again and again and again and again and again and again. They keep saying they're sorry, but they're not sorry. Help us to discern it. Help us not to wait until we have so many scars that we didn't need to have because we didn't discern false repentance. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good things. A evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. What is coming from these people? Are they sincere, God? Help us discern. Are they sincere, God? Help us discern. Are they sincere, God? Help us to see. Because we need to be about your business. And we don't have time to be hurt and wounded constantly by the same person who we keep believing has repented when they have it. Give us discernment, God. Help us to see Judas in disguise. Give us discernment, God. Help us to see, to know when to distance ourselves with somebody and when to bear along with them because they're just immature and they're learning and they really do want to change. Change does take time sometimes. People have been brought up wrong. They've been hurt themselves and Sometimes they need time to change, but help us, Lord, to be led by your spirit in this issue. Always forgiving, but not always necessarily immediately reconciling someone back to the position they had before the wrong deed, before the sin. We praise you and we thank you today. We love you today and every day and all day. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. You got it. You got it. You got it. We've got to discern. We've got to be able to discern these things, guys. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv, developing spiritual discernment, and get in on that. Don't forget. Don't forget. There's lots of stuff there for you at jenniferleclair.org slash events. Lots of free stuff. There's lots more coming up. Guys, if you want to sow into this ministry, we would appreciate that. We run... A lot of our operations 
based on donations. You can sew, our cash app's still down, but you can sew at PayPal, paypal.me dot Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, or Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. God is good all the time. And we appreciate your, do- your donations and your partnership because that's how a good part of the ministry is able to run. Amen. God is good. God bless you. I will hope to, hopefully I will see you later today. Have a good day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.